Before we begin this episode, I just want to give you all a trigger warning. This episode does look into toxic parents. It, however, does not look into abusive parents. Conversations regarding child sexual abuse, physical abuse, etc. will not be mentioned in the rest of this podcast. But if any of these other discussions about toxic parenting is triggering for you, please contact Lifeline at 13 11 14. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. We at the Nasty Woman Club pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the Mianjin land. We acknowledge that we are on the stolen lands of the Yaraga and Turbul people, whose sovereignty was never ceded. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Welcome to the Nasty Woman Club. I'm your host, Demi Lynch, and today is Rant Monday. For those of you that are new to the show, Rant Mondays is where I share my thoughts, feelings, and opinions about a particular topic I am in desperate need to rant about. Now, before we get into this week's topic, I need to talk about my week. It's been a stressful week. It's been stressful as fuck. And you probably all know the reason why it's been so terrible. That is because of Facebook. Yes, Facebook decided to block all news-related media platforms. Even platforms that aren't even news sites. Yet that was their aim, to try and get rid of all the news sites on Facebook so people couldn't share news articles on the Facebook pages. But yeah, anyway, so they even got rid of, like... 1-800-RESPECT, and even, like, The Chaser and Batuta Advocate, where they write satirical news stories. Like, not even news stories that's even factual. When that hit me on Thursday, when that news hit me, fuck me, I was so stressed out. I was just like, what the fuck? A news platform has gone down. I've worked so hard to try and get 10,000 followers on my Facebook page. Now I have to try and, like, make sure I don't lose any followers, I don't lose any readers, listeners, and just, like, keep it on my other platforms, like, As I can imagine, every other media news site and platform that was taken down, everyone was just like stressing and panicking, being like, sign up to my newsletter, come to my Instagram, come to my website. And then the other thing as well, I was thinking that Instagram would be shut down and I was just thinking, fuck, if Instagram is shut down, then I'm just, I'm gone. (laughs) So I'm less panicked now. I'm not as panicked as I was on Thursday or Friday. I'm just hoping... Hoping at least Instagram doesn't get taken down because Instagram's owned by Facebook. And I'm just hoping my page gets back on Facebook and the other businesses that have lost their pages because 
not only is it a money thing or, you know, you worked so hard to start a business thing, also it's really useful information that has been rid from the internet, like vital information about COVID-19 or, I don't know, because it's bushfire season or because we live in Australia and one minute there's a bushfire and next minute there's flash flooding. Like, we need our Facebook. We need our Facebook for news. So it's just so crazy that they just got rid of all the new stuff. And now the feeds are shit. Now it's just people selling stuff. I don't know. There was a baby shower photo. It's like, no, I want some articles shared. I want some news. I want some world news stories. So hopefully that changes. We'll see. Hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Anyway, that's my week of chaos. Time to get on to this week's rant monday topic which is all about toxic parents there's something i've always wanted to tell you and i think you're ready to hear it you're not very pretty and you're not very bright i'm so glad we had that talk Alrighty, where do i start <laughs> i know it might seem weird to people but i'm not quiet about the fact that i have a toxic father I've written about it on the Nasty Woman Club website before. I've told my friends, acquaintances even, probably have drunk told some girls in a bathroom when we used to be able to go clubbing all the time. I feel like I have to be ashamed of it or has to be like a secret or... But really, I'm just like, eh, I'm estranged from my father. Him and I do not have a relationship and that is my choice. Um, I can't even... I think it's been three years since i have seen him i have messaged him in response to him messaging me because i had to put some boundaries in and say like we're not talking anymore but we have not had like a proper conversation have not seen each other in person in three years and i'm okay with that i don't feel like it's something i need to be ashamed of it does get awkward sometimes when i'm telling people and i'm so okay with it but they're not okay with it because they live in such a quote-unquote stereotypical heteronormative family. I do see people get a bit uncomfortable with that, although I kind of like it though. <laughs> is, is it kind of bad? I kind of like it when they get uncomfortable because I'm just like, ooh, ooh they're uncomfortable with this. All right, I'm going to like push it even more and be like, yes, my father is a terrible human being. Yes. And there's like, oh, you're talking so openly about how he's so terrible. Oh, this is so weird. Anyway, it feels weird actually saying my father because normally when it's just normal conversations, I just refer to him as his name. So I won't say his name right now. I'll just call him... Uh, Alright, I'm going to call him Gary because it feels weird saying my father because when I have conversations with my friends, my partner, whatever, even my mum, I don't refer to him as dad, father. I just refer to him as his name because I just don't have a relationship with him. And it just feels... It feels odd to call someone your father when they never really felt like a father to you. So anyway, let's talk about Gary. Good old Gary. I'm so glad his name is not Gary. I would not be able to take him. I would not be able to take him seriously. No offense to any Garys out there, but I think it's just such an Aussie name. Just like Gary. Why Gary? Why Gaza? Anyway, off topic here. So Gary, good old Gary. Um, look, when I was younger, I thought him and I had a good relationship because he would spoil me. I was a spoiled little shit as a kid. Oh my god, I was such a cunt. And yes, if you're a new listener, I swear a lot. So, word of warning, I'm sorry. Um, look, he would spoil me a lot. He thought that he could buy my affection with money, with holidays, all pretty stuff. And I thought he was amazing, he was awesome. Yes, gonna buy me all this stuff. 
And then when I got to my teen years, I realized he wasn't such a good guy. Firstly, the fact that he knew nothing about me or my brother. He couldn't even name any of, my, any of our friends, what we liked to eat. He would never cook for the family. My mum was always the one cooking all the time. But yet if he cooked, I think he cooked like twice and he needed like this big massive applause that he cooked for us out of all those years. And yeah, he just didn't know us. He didn't really care to know us. He didn't make an effort to actually get to know us. He just thought he could just buy our affection. But the thing is, when the money came to a halt, then he realized, oh shit, I can't actually buy their affection anymore because I'm a gambling addict and I've literally put all our money into the crapper. So yeah, there was just no relationship really when um, all that went downhill. I don't really think he loved me really, like to be honest, I don't think he did. It was just, it was just nothing. There just wasn't a relationship with her. So I think when I do get sad sometimes about the fact that I am estranged from my father, I do sometimes mourn the relationship I wish I had with him. But then I have to like realize that you don't really have a relationship to begin with. I think something that does make me sad the most is there was one point in my life where I thought I was going to get a relationship with my dad. It was when I was learning to drive and... As I said, I was a spoiled little shit as a kid. Not only that, I was an asshole. Like, I was so bitchy. You know how would they say when girls are going through their teen years, their preteen years, they become a bit of a bitch? I was a monster. Oh my god, I was so mean. Especially to my mum, my poor mum. Like, hi mum, I love you. I'm so sorry I was such a cunt. And so my dad would take me to do driving lessons because... I would always argue with my mum whenever she would teach me to do, whenever she would try to do driving lessons with me, because I was just, I was just, <laughs> I was not a nice person back then. I hope I'm got, I hope I've gotten better. And anyway, so I would do driving lessons with with Gary, and Gary and my mum were not. They were having some issues, and turns out they've been having issues for years, and my mum only really stayed with Gary because of my mom, because of me and my brother. And it got to the point that Gary would bitch about mum so much to me. And I was just like, oh my God, we actually have something we can talk about together. We can talk about my mum. We can bitch about my mum. And you know, I was like 16. I was a bit, you know, I was just thinking, oh my God, yes, Gary actually wants to talk to me and chat to me. And even if it is about bitching about my mum, at least, you know, I'm chatting to him. I'll have a relationship with him. So yes, I would bitch about my mom to Gary all the time when we would have our driving lessons. And I feel so bad about it now. I was, oh god, again, I was an asshole. Really big asshole as a teen. So I thought things were starting to get good with Gary. But then um, I got brought into my parents' bedroom. I got told that we needed a serious conversation. Because good old Gary told my mom everything. He told her all the things that I told him, all the things I bitched to him about her. And did he say to her that he was bitching about her too? Nope. Nope. He made out as if I was this terrible daughter that was bitching about my mom and he wasn't the one instigating it at all. That really broke my heart because I honestly thought we're going to have a relationship, even if it is a really fucked up way, we're going to have a relationship. And he was just threw me under the bus. 
just so he can get some brownie points with mum because I think he knew that she was getting tired of his shit. So he's just like, oh, what if I bring some brownie points and tell you the gossip about our daughter? After that, I didn't trust him again. I was so angry. I'm still so angry about that. Like, that was just so wrong when he did. And yeah, ever since then, it's just... Oh, I won't go into all the details, but it's just been one thing after another of screwing over my mom, screwing over me, screwing over my brother, screwing over my grandparents, screwing over my mom's friends. Like, just one thing after another, and just... Oh, this constant vomiting of lies upon lies. Even lies... Like, the thing is, as well, like, he's told me lies that he's told his new his new wifey and his his new son like he's even told me lies that he told them and he just doesn't just doesn't care he's just such an arrogant piece of shit i'm really <laughs> i don't know if i want him to be listening to this or not but I, I, honestly i don't really care if he's listening to this honestly i don't Ugh. but yeah that is my uh, relationship to my father so after things just kept getting so fucking frustrating of how much he was just ruining my life my brother's life my, my mom's life just anyway everyone's lives um my brother and I decided that we were not going to have a relationship with him anymore he made too many mistakes and just kept repeating the same thing again and again and again and breaking our trust and lying so fucking much and yeah so we ended the relationship we we stopped answering his phone calls stopped answering his text messages and yeah it was really hard at first so hard at first because I did feel a lot of guilt but now it just seems to be hard when it gets to say father's day birthdays or christmas that's when it just you know you just have a little just a little tug at your heart especially father's day god I hate father's day jesus shout out to all the people out there that have toxic relationships with their parents either their mum or their dad Shout out to you guys that have to deal with Father's Days and Mother's Days. God, it's so fucking awful. Especially because everyone is posting away on Facebook and Instagram. Like, oh my god, my dad is my hero. Oh, my mom is my best friend. And then it's awkward. You're just sitting there like, why don't I get my, my mom as my best friend? Why don't I get my dad as my role model? Yeah, moments like that really, really, really suck. Sometimes I have a little cry about it, but... I try not to. I try to just think, like, uh, I can't really mourn something I didn't really have. You know something that I do do, though? When it's Father's Day, Christmas, or birthdays, and I'm having moments where I miss my father, I miss Gary, I have little dreams in my head of who my ideal father would be. And I think, I wonder if he could be my father. Wouldn't he just be so great? So you know how we always have, you know, our first crush? Like, you know, like, oh, that was the, my... Like, this, this person was the person that made me realize that I was gay or that I was straight or my sexual awakening or, like, you know, my girl crush, my boy crush. I had daddy crushes. <laughs> and there was one particular man who is beloved by all of Australia that I just loved. Not just because he was amazing, but because I was just so in awe of how much of a good father he was. And that is Steve Irwin. That is Steve Irwin. Yes, he is my daddy crush, okay? He is the guy that would just be the greatest dad. Like, he loved his kids. He he treated them so well. He was passionate about what he did. He was so kind to his wife and just was such a... Just a family guy. He wasn't an asshole. Like, you know, what more can you ask? 
Like, he was just amazing. Just, oh. So, yeah, he was my daddy crush. <laughs> Actually, send me a message if you yourself, if you have or had um, daddy crushes or mommy crushes. Actually, no, I don't want to call it crushes because now it sounds weird. Now I'm crushing on. No, no, no. Okay. Tell me if when you were younger, you had daddy goals or mommy goals. Like, there was a certain person in the media or even just someone you knew personally that was just your goal of, like, a good mother or a good father because you didn't have one. God, that sounds so depressing when I say it, but... People with toxic relationships with their parents, you'll understand. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When I was brainstorming this episode about toxic relationships with parents, I knew, I knew I had to look at the trivialization of daddy issues. Who's your daddy? <laughs> Who's your daddy? I don't know. <laughs> what I get very annoyed about is the fact that when someone says, oh, she has daddy issues, it's so trivialized, and I just hate it. I hate it so much. You see it in movies, like when a guy is trying to get with a girl, and he thinks that she'll be easy because she has daddy issues, and it's just like, fuck off. Daddy issues is a serious thing because it definitely does affect our relationships later on in life. Oh my god, my relationship with Gary definitely affected my future relationships with guys because I tried so hard to people please men. So hard. I would always try and be the cool girl. I always tried to be the one that would have sex with them even if I wasn't interested in them because I just wanted to please them no matter what. I hate it so much in TV shows and movies when they just make daddy issues like this. Oh, yes, awesome. Now we can take advantage of her. She's got daddy issues and she'll give anything to please us. Just like, bitch, this is a serious issue. I don't know how to fix this. Yes, I need to go to therapy to fix this, but don't make light of this. It's, <laughs> I know I sometimes make light of it every now and then. I don't like it when men see it as an opportunity to score. They think of it as like, you know, like, oh, an easy way to get into a pants. That, that's just, that's ick vibes. I don't like that. Dad, what did you mean? Don't you like us? Yeah, what gives? Well, oh, come on, I, I didn't mean that. I was just joking around. Another thing about toxic parents that really, really, really grinds my gears is the fact that people pressure you to have a relationship with your parent. And I have a lot to say about that. Okay, to condense it down just a little bit for you, if your friend was to tell you that they had a toxic boyfriend, what would you say to them? You would say to them, dump their ass. So why is it we don't accept toxic boyfriends, but yet if someone says they have a toxic mom or toxic dad, we have to continue that relationship. We don't need to keep toxic people in our lives just because they're blood related or just because we used to live in a house that they used to own or rent. Okay, we don't 
owe them anything, okay? Life is too short. Life is too short to have someone in your life that just makes you feel shit about yourself. Life is too short for that. We already feel shit about ourselves. We don't need an extra person to make us feel more crap. It took me a very long time to decide that I did not want Gary in my life anymore. It took me a long, long time. Lots of guilt, lots of anger, lots of sadness. But in the end, it's okay to think of yourself. It's okay to be selfish. You don't have to just be thinking about everyone else. You can be selfish. It's okay. And I don't have a relationship with Gary because I don't want a relationship with Gary. It wasn't because I'm a mother. It wasn't because I'm my brother. It wasn't because of relatives or my friends. I just knew he wasn't bringing anything positive into my life. It was all negative. That's it. And let me tell you, even though it was hard ending that relationship, even though it didn't exist in the first place, my God, oh my God, my life is so much easier. I don't get so stressed out around Christmas time or around birthdays as I used to. I remember when I had to visit him for Christmas and birthdays or Father's Day. Oh my God, it would just ruin my whole week, ruin my whole day. It would just, I would just be so stressed out beforehand and then be so angry afterwards. That has just been such a blessing, such a blessing. And to anyone out there that has that has just ended their relationship connection with their, one of their parents or both their parents, can I just say it does get easier. The feeling of guilt will begin to fade. It might come back every now and then, but honestly, it won't be there with you forever. Okay, and you got to think of number one, okay? you got to think of yourself. It's okay to think for yourself. It's okay to think about the fact that you deserve a life that is good. You do not deserve a life that is full of toxicity. Just, that's all I can say as someone that has cut my father out of my life. And I do not regret it. One single bit. But anyway, I'm sorry that this episode was so heavy. It was just something I really wanted to rant about and talk about and I know that it's definitely something that many of you can connect with with this topic so I hoped it was beneficial for you all on this Monday. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode and make sure you tune into Thursday's episode not only for this week's exciting interview but also to hear what next Monday's topic of conversation will be. So make sure you tune into Thursday's episode to find out next week's topic so you can be a part of the conversation as well. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. Every share, every rating, and every review helps grow this podcast. I'll be in your ears again on Thursday. I'm your host, Amy Lynch. Stay nasty, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.